What is up, my AKA Patters? Peter A. DeLuca here, AKA Pad. That's that's my nickname. Another known as Peter Anthony DeLuca. Welcome to my show. It's my podcast. I'm the Film Buff. It's the Film Buff Podcast. If you're new here, we talk movies. We talk a lot about movies. We go through the past, present, and future of movies. We don't do too much of the future, but we reminisce and we. I tell you guys how I'm connected to some of these movies, why they're significant, and I go through a lot of what the critics say, and I tell you what the critics are missing. This is the film podcast. I haven't found anyone like it. Because I'm the only one doing this one. We're talking Transformers. We're talking Rise of the Beast. If you lost count, this is the seventh Transformers live action. Now, this is the eighth theatrical release movie. Way back in the mid-80s, we had Transformers, the movie, which is highly considered the benchmark of anything Transformers. And this movie here, this plot, if you haven't seen the trailers, features Unicron, the world-devouring, planet-transforming Transformer. That's our threat. That was a threat way back in 1986. It's the threat now. They went into this announcing a Unicron trilogy. And they did some missteps as of helping us to understand where in movie 7 does this movie line up we are so confused because bumblebee is somewhat of a prequel to the 2007 the previous transformers movie by the way directed by uh, phil knight's son if you like nike but bumblebee is a prequel so we watch bumblebee and then we go to 2007 transformers and, and we can watch the 07 transformers all the way into the last night and for some reason People hate The Last Night. I freaking love that. I love all of them. But I do love The Last Night. My favorite of all the live-action Transformers is 3, Dark of the Moon. Uh, I love the, the gotcha. I love the gimmick in that. I, uh, essentially, Dark of the Moon has the same exact plot. The MacGuffin plot. Meaning we're transporting a planet to Earth. That's exactly what happens in Dark of the Moon. That's exactly what's happening here. But this movie came hyped. We have Unicron. We knew we were going to get surprise cameos at the end. That Unicron paid off. The cameos paid off. The Beast Machines or the the the, the Beast Wars. The animals. The animal Transformers, which was shocking. Uh, I have to be honest because look, look, guys, Beast Wars is great. Beast Wars. Uh, by the end of that series and that that's what uh our, our gorilla guy <laughs> i'm trying to be a little bit vague i'm trying to come at this without uh the full geek because part of my perspective for this podcast is the average film goer that is still the true audience of any movie if i tell you optimus primal you may not know optimus primal is the gorilla scene in all the advertising that was a shocker that was a surprise when they revealed this was going to be like that movie. This was going to be the Beast Wars movie. In the 90s, a generation of children didn't grow up with the classic cell-animated Transformers that the, that the 1986 movie is based on. They grew up on the computer-generated Beast Wars and later Beast Machines. Those, those episodes and those toys is what they had in their minds and in their toy boxes. So you have a, a built-in audience. That's my point. 
do we have them underutilized in this movie? A lot of critics made that observation. I don't think they're underutilized. I think they're perfectly utilized. Uh, I think it's a silly concept. They treat it as silly. They treat it as uh, it is what it is. We just have to go along with it. We have a Optimus Prime and we have an Optimus Primal and they face off. They're uh, face to face in this movie and they fight together and they save the world together. None of this really adds up and makes any sense. We don't get many transformations from the Beast Wars. From the Protecticons. <laughs> we don't. We don't get any Decepticons either. We get Terracons. We get uh, two new branches. We do get all the bots. But we get two different branches of Transformers in this. And it's not really defined. Uh, it's it's played off a little bit on the level. Do we really care? Do we really this? And do we... Like, you know, what is all fair when it comes to... Hey, let's position this movie to sell and that's really what any of this is this is a product you can you can argue it's a giant advertisement for a toy line uh the term toyetic <laughs> it gets circulated a lot i don't think this movie's that i think this movie's intention is to jumpstart a whole new sub franchise within the transformer movies which is now we have the beast machines i, I keep calling them beast machines they're, they're not the Beast Machines. They are called the Maximals. I Beast Machines just fit so much better. But anyway, so the Maximals are the good guys. Terracons are the bad guys. We still have all the bots, the good guys from the previous movies. No, no Decepticons. No Megatron. Megatron did get an action figure drop. And people thought that was going to be a reveal. Didn't happen. But the big reveal, the big cameo at the end of this movie is... G.I. Joe. So our hero, hero, our protagonist, played by, uh, what's what's our boy's name? Anthony Ramos. He is fantastic in this movie. The critics mentioned that. They're, they're right on that. They're wrong about the Maximals or the Beast Machines getting underutilized. I believe you throw them into a movie and you go with it. And I thought they... they had good power sets. I thought they looked deadly. I thought, you know, I thought Scourge... Our Terracon, he is as frightening as Lockdown is in the Age of Extinction. So, and again, too, we borrow a lot in this movie from the previous Transformers movie. Something that no critic mentioned at all. A lot of our MacGuffins, our plot points, our positioning to how we save the world. Uh, yeah, we've been there, we've done that. But Anthony Ramos, uh, he needs to be in the next movie with, with Shia LaBeouf. I would love... Anthony Ramos, Shia LaBeau, and Mark Wahlberg to be together in multiple Transformer movies and have them as a triple hero set. I would love it if they've done something where Mark Wahlberg is corrupted by the Decepticons and he turns on everyone, or so does John Cena. Uh, There's so many good, uh, detailed, uh, lovable human characters that they can they they can play them against the status quo they can play megan fox in the next movies against type i would want that to put megan fox back into a jennifer's body type character make her possessed by the decepticons make her deceived by the decepticons i would be all in on that but we get a movie we get a movie that doesn't totally feel satisfying because these if we follow if we follow the other flicks we have a problem with interest 
because our interest wanes when we've already seen this. Seen it, done it. This is somewhat of a problem coming from Stephen Chapel Jr., our director. He did something similar with Creed 2. Creed 2 was a success because it knew how to be a sequel to Rocky 4. I would say, and based on my comment earlier, the way that they sold this movie, the way how they tried to back channel this movie, meaning, you know, producer, director, these people give interviews, all this other stuff, and they, they go a little deeper into what the movie is to hype us up. They were not clear on if this is a sequel or a reboot or a prequel uh, that's a sequel to Bumblebee that leads into Transformers 07. It, it's clearly not, but it's also a decade later than Bumblebee for a reason because Bumblebee takes place in the 80s. This movie takes place in the 90s. And people, Fox had the same exact problem with X-Men. When they, they went into Dark Phoenix and they they tried to do Apocalypse and they, they, they did X-Men First Class. And people loved that X-Men First Class was dated. And they said, well, if you guys like the 60s, we're moving the next one into the 70s. Days of Future Past. And Days of Future Past worked. And they goes, well, if you guys like the 70s, how about the 80s? And then with Apocalypse, that's where it just fell. The wheels fell off the wagon. It's a, it's a very tough gimmick. Uh, I kind of want to say somewhat of a reboot franchise trend. How about that? Never thought I would utter those words before. But where are we with this movie? Well, box office-wise, the people didn't respond. The people responded to the last Michael Bay movie more than this. Michael Bay has won that conversation because people love trashing the Michael Bay movies. I do not. We don't do that here. The people have spoken, they're not very hyped. The G.I. Joe cameo reveal universe crossover, putting franchises together, didn't work, didn't hype anything. I do like Ramos. I think he's fantastic. I would love to see him in other movies. But I would just say overall, we're not there. Mirage tries to replace Bumblebee, uh, you know, voiced by Pete Davidson. Mirage, I think, is a little bit annoying. Uh, I think he he's you know like he he kind of made you drift pun intended there, but but made you drift. Uh, you know, sequel to the criticisms of the twins in Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, I do believe he's on that level, but I like the twins. I think the twins are just far more stereotypical, funny, and offensive, which is what their intent were. Uh, Mirage really tries to do a uh, silly banter, silly silly line. Uh, sometimes it works, more times it does not. Uh, Mirage as a inheritor and face of the franchise, I definitely do not see. Uh, and then personal gripe is they wasted the Porsche 911 on Mirage and not on Jazz. I believe Mirage could have been Jazz all the well without any issue. Uh, uh, that's, I'm befuddled by that decision because... We loved Bumblebee because Bumblebee was a little bit closer to the things we missed through the Michael Bay movies, which was colors that we could recognize, shapes and vehicle modes that we could recognize, and yes, a full Cybertron sequence in the beginning of that movie. This movie, using Unicron, had a responsibility. It, Unicron lived up to the hype, but Unicron is not throughout this entire movie. 
we do have limited transformers again because again they're they're so expensive to put on screen uh even though that's their computer models they are extremely expensive uh unicron didn't have enough disciples some of the uh, disciples really didn't make any sense the the uh, unicron's disciples don't make much sense in the 1986 movie uh they only make sense on the idea that unicron is using them to hunt down the matrix not to find planets or not to silver surfer so that was a little bit uh of a tough pill to swallow there uh those are more nitpicky uh, this movie, I watched it back-to-back, stayed up all night to watch on Paramount+. Plus. Paramount+, Plus did not do a good drop. Uh, the thumbnail was there. It was not available at midnight. Uh, it wasn't available until five, six hours later. I did stay up to watch it. Very excited. I just did that with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, by the way. I stayed up all night waiting for that drop for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think it's fun. But, guys, this movie is worth watching if you haven't seen any of the uh, any other transformer movies if you follow the transformer movies this movie just baseline will confuse you and because of that it is a failure but i do like these movies i do like how they look i think they're spectacular i think the the designs are incredible scourge our big new bad guy is there there's a silverback maximal silverback beast machine gorilla that is above uh, Optimus Primal, uh, he's in the beginning, he dies, but that's a great design. And we have to keep in mind, too, uh, a lot of this work was set up in previous Michael Bay movies. So, guys, rocking and rolling, we're moving on. Uh, I want to just get to this Barbie discussion. I saw Barbie yesterday. Uh, I want to get into that. There, There's a lot to be said about Barbie, but we have Barbie we still have Fast X coming, and guys, I am so sorry I lost track of dropping that one to you guys. Uh, and we, yes, we do have basketball movies. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a little bit more consistent, a little bit more back on track. But don't forget, catch me on YouTube, aka Pad. Uh, just search aka Pad. I should come up right away. But guys, I really do love you. Thank you so much for all of this support. We're growing. We're getting there. Uh, let's just stick to it.